This is Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell on the Forge Audio Network. Forge fans, welcome back to another episode of Forge Daily. I'm your host, Mackenzie Barwell, here to give you all things Forge FC. Today is August 23rd, 2023. We are halfway through the week now, but Forge will have just one more day here at Tim Hortons Field before they leave for Ottawa on Friday. It was a good practice this morning. They finished it off with some set pieces, and luckily the rain was clearing up by then. In today's episode, you'll hear from Chris Colongo and Saba Costellos because they had a chance to respond to the funny story that we heard in Behind the Beard. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that already, I highly recommend that you do for some context going into this. Um, I'll give you a brief rundown, but you know, Bobby has an interesting perspective. So to kick things off, let's talk about the Spark Summit because as of yesterday, the first panel has been announced and we've got three fantastic women speaking on the Finding Your Spark panel. The first being Lindsay Hamilton. Let me tell you, when I found this out, I was so excited. I wish I could show you the visual of my reaction because as a student at McMaster, having her as a mentor throughout the past couple years has been incredible. And I think that really just goes to show the impact that she's made, not only you know as a mentor to young women around Ontario, but also... Uh, within Hamilton specifically. I'll share a personal anecdote before I get to her very, very long resume. But when applying to my first in-game hosting position at McMaster, she actually had commented on the posting saying, if you're interested in getting into sport media, this would be a great way to do it. I applied to the job, got it, and now I'm here. Uh, And a big part of that was, you know, following her advice and watching her grow uh, in my youth as well. So I'm just so, so excited to hear what she has to say. Lindsay joined TSN in September of 2016. She's currently an anchor for SportsCenter. She actually started working in broadcasting at a very, very young age. She became the first host of Family Channel in 2008. She was interviewing entertainment icons, athletes, and different musicians across North America, including Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez, and One Direction. So, you know, It's pretty big, especially in 2008. Since then, Lindsay has focused more on sports, though, eventually working with the Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment Company and now with TSN covering major events, including the Masters and most recently, the Women's World Cup. Next, we have yet another icon in the sports industry, Ms. Karen Bolden. She is the vice president of production for Uninterrupted Canada. It's actually a division of LeBron James's sport media company. Karen has also helped produce Sync, which is a documentary on Christine Sinclair, uh, Black Ice, Anything is Possible, and Parlay, which is a Fred Van Vliet story. Not to mention, prior to her time at Uninterrupted Canada, Karen was a senior manager at Rogers Sportsnet. So far, we've got no lack of experience. And last but not least, Patrice Whiffen will be joining us. And as I promised yesterday, I got to speak to one of the panelists, and it was Patrice. So nice of her to stop by and make the time. She shared her experience and why she's so excited to be a part of an event like the Spark Summit. And I figured, you know, she explains her own story the best. So I will let her do so. Here was the chat that we had. 
Okay, we're on the record now. Patrice. Okay, first things first. Um, can you give us a brief rundown as to what your role is now? Obviously, you're working with the Thai Cats, but we've just been talking, and the way that you got here has not really been a traditional path. So what are you doing now? How did you get there? How much time do you <laughs> do have? Do we have? <laughs> um, okay, so to, to kind of summarize, I'm an entrepreneur. That's the easiest way to describe what I do. Uh, I think that when I was starting out in my career, I really didn't know what an entrepreneur was, what that meant, and that you could actually really shape your own career that way. So traditionally speaking, I thought I would be in the corporate space, getting you know a job and collecting a paycheck every two weeks and, and kind of building a career that way. Uh, I definitely took a little bit of a turn uh, back when I was still in school and started my own business, uh, a marketing and events boutique firm. Patrice Weapon Marketing and Events. Mm-hmm. I know not the not the most creative name, <laughs> but in in fairness, when I started in 2008 and eight, I really didn't think it was going to become what it is today. You know, flash forward 15 plus years later, I, I didn't think that it would work or stick the way that it did. But um, I own this this marketing and, and events boutique firm. I have a team of incredibly powerful women who work alongside me within this space. Uh, I teach at the college level for three different colleges within Ontario. Um, I love giving back to students and, and sharing my stories from uh, the event and marketing space uh, and, and kind of helping to shape the next generation and, and provide examples that I feel as though they don't get in textbooks. I mean, textbook material is obviously very important. Mm-hmm. Theory is very important. But providing those real world experiences is something that I really enjoy doing. And, and that's not just, hey, this went really well. It's also, hey, this didn't go really well. Learn yeah. from my mistake, do it differently, look at things differently, and and kind of improve ba- um, in a in a certain way. Yeah. In that sense, uh, so the the marketing events company, uh, the teaching space, and then I also have a media background. I started in media back in two thousand and eight, or in pardon me, in two thousand and seven, uh, with the local television station in the city that I was going to school in, London, and uh, that sort of really organically built into a media career that I loved and I still continue to do on a freelance basis today uh, with the Thai Cats, sometimes with the Forge filling yeah. in for you, that sort yeah. of stuff. But, um, but that sort of was the first stepping stone to, okay, maybe I can kind of pile a bunch of things that I really love together and make that a career. Into and one. sure, it's not an easy to describe like, well, I'm a lawyer or right. I'm a doctor or I'm a you know, in the job title is a bit complicated. For exactly. Sure. And, yeah. and I feel like uh, that's why I just say entrepreneur. That's kind of all encompassing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. But then when, when we get into the nitty gritty, you know, that there's some other things there that I that I work with. But I feel really, really uh, privileged and very honored that I get to work with the brands that I work with within the sport and entertainment landscape that I've built, you know, over the last 15 years of my career, uh, 15 plus, I guess now. Uh, and it's been quite a journey, but not one that I ever saw in like a blueprint that I could just copy. It's mm-hmm. definitely been something that I've sort of done um, my own way. Some things have worked and obviously, you know, I'm happy to share those those great things yeah. that have worked, but also there's a lot of things that haven't worked and yeah. I've had to, you know, bob and weave accordingly. So uh, just know that, yeah, it's careers are really cool and really fun uh, and a lot of work, but they don't have to be as cookie cutter as maybe sometimes we, we believe yeah. uh, we can pave our own way. We can, you know, do things that are exciting to us and interesting to us and sort of 
cobble together a bunch of different things to build that career that you're passionate about. Teresa, I don't even know where to start now. <laughs> I can see why you were like, how much time do we have? It's cool to see, like you said, that it's not only untraditional, but you're also willing and open to talk about the things that you didn't work that didn't work out because it's led you to this point now. For sure. So this is the first year that you'll be partaking in the Spark Summit. Yeah. Um, obviously, it is a space for women in the industry to come together, you know, network and connect on a level that I feel like every, that we all just kind of understand. There's a mutual understanding of what it's like to be a woman in the industry. Mm-hmm. Now that you're a part of it, can you talk about the importance of an event like this? I think having women support other women is so important and not just saying oh i support other women but actually practicing doing something acting in that space uh it's it's hard enough for a woman to make it in a predominantly male space to begin with uh but it's even harder if we don't have allies within uh the sports space or the entertainment space wherever you're at uh to help kind of guide you along to be that champion for you to share again, their successes, but also their failures so that you're able to learn from them. I think it's so important, again, not only to just like say that, but actually be embody that. And, uh, and so that's something that is really important to me. I mean, within my own company, it's all females working for Mm -hmm, me. mm -hmm. And, uh, and I love, uh, the energy that they bring and the, uh, the skill sets that they're able to share in. And, uh, it's just, it's, better, this is going to sound cheesy, but you know, we were able to make so, so much more of an impact when we band together and support each other yeah. and, and help each other grow and learn and experience things rather than being so focused on, okay, well, what's next in my career? I don't want this person to be there because they, they're competition for me. I don't see it like that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a space for all of us and we are so much stronger when we band together. Are you hiring? <laughs> moment no but but you never know you never know there might be opportunities yeah i always kind of growing and evolving and and changing so i really appreciate you saying that you know we're stronger when we band together because i think there is this misconception that you know it's everyone for themselves and the sports industry naturally is a competitive space to be in but at the end of the day like one person's success is not gonna take away from yours and i think i heard on a panel a, a couple summers ago that success is limitless and it stuck with me for so long because like you said it's so important that we all come together because there's room for everyone anything use that competition as a a means to better your craft and better yourself mm-hmm. and, and put your best foot forward never become complacent but don't use that competition as a reason to kind of shut yourself off from these incredible female friendships incredible female mentors all that sort of stuff i think is so important to advancing your career and i have some incredible female mentors that i would not be where I want to be without them. And uh, I think it's important to, again, give back to that that next next generation of, uh, of female workers within the sport world. Patrice, thank you so much. We are so, so excited to have you. I am very pumped. Thank you so much. Okay, moving on. As you know, Forge FC are headed to Ottawa this weekend. And when talking about the away trips, a funny story has surfaced around what took place last year in Ottawa. And in case you missed it and behind the beard, Essentially, Bobby called them out for missing a team meeting the day before the finals in Ottawa of last year. So all we knew was that (laughs) this sounds a lot more serious than it actually is, and you'll hear in a second. But what we did know was that Seba and Chris were scootering in downtown Ottawa prior to this meeting. Seba ends up getting to the meeting on time. Chris, not so much. And we were under the impression that Seba Costello left Chris Galongo 
out to dry, just ditched them. But I thought it would only be fair if we got their side and they could, you know, say their piece. So here was their response. It's the day before the final, yeah. The day before the final. You know, for a little scooter ride to relax. Yeah. Come on, but, but to be honest, to be honest, we didn't we didn't plan it well because we did plan it close to the meeting. You know, we took a nap. <laughs> no, honestly, it wasn't that close to the meeting. Like, yeah, we, we like should have left with like with like we half left. an hour to yeah. like get to the meeting or whatever. Yeah, okay. Like, we, like, and then we try to we try to uh, put the put the bikes back or whatever the scooters. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like glitching. It's saying that like <laughs> no. so you need to drop them off in like a certain section. Yeah, yeah. And it went left. What are you looking at, bro? Keep walking, bro. <laughs> no, okay. And then, okay, so you have to like leave them in like designated areas. So you have to go find the areas. And then we kept on going around, and none of the areas, like, you get like a check mark on like the app saying, okay, you're. Oh, you're good. Yeah, you're good. the map was just glitching. If not, the, and the price just keeps on going. Like, it doesn't stop because they think you're still riding it. So I'm like, if we go into the meeting, a 30 hour, a 30 minute meeting, you're going to pay, like, going to get like an extra, like, Hefty charge. And on top of that, there's a bunch of people oh. there too. So if they take the scooters, like yeah, the, they what can am I going to do? Yeah, they yeah, can yeah. just ride it on your like tab. <laughs> so, and I'm not going to find it. So we, it's the same we, scooters we everywhere came else. in with like 20 minutes to spare to the meeting. Yeah. We were like, there oh, for like, we hold no, up. No, 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 we didn't get into the meeting. We were outside trying to figure out how to We were outside. We were outside in the hotel, like 20 minutes to spare. Ten, we start like panicking, panicking because it's like 10 minutes to go. And then like with five minutes to go, I find it. I get the check mark with five minutes to go. Oh no! But Chris going around the entire yeah. street trying to like put it in places and see if it would work. But it would be like we get there and then it would show the spot is like somewhere else. And then it would just yeah. keep moving. Yeah, so I was good, but Chris still had to do it. And I'm like, I don't know, like if we both don't show well, up. I told them to go, I told them to go. Yeah, like if we both don't show up, they're gonna think we're like sleeping or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, no, but hold up. Chris pulled up to the meeting with the scooter. You you didn't. Didn't. No, did you not? No, no, no. Oh, you didn't? Oh, oh. That would be so funny. Oh, That's what they were saying we should have done, which I mean, yeah. looking back, maybe that was but, a good idea. Yeah. But it's the same thing. We still wouldn't have got charged. Yeah, but bro, at least, at least, least would have got taken, bro. Yeah. I'll get charged, bro. I can't hug someone. So what happened? For- okay, so I come <laughs> yeah. They're waiting for us, too, because like everyone usually arrives five, ten minutes yeah, before. No, we got lucky. When I got there, the door was locked. Yeah, and then Bobby's like, oh, like, where's Chris? I'm like, oh, we had an issue with the scooters. And then I had to explain the whole story in front of everyone. The bad thing is Chris got ridiculed badly because, you know, he wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. And then he shows up sprinting and he just knocks on the door and then he comes in and then everyone's just staring at him. Well, we, I was literally right outside. It was just a quick sprint, you know? Oh, okay. I'm okay. Telling, we were outside just... Yeah, like, five... Like, we were like... Is the emergency speed, like, a real thing? It was there. I think it's only one-time yeah, use. I used I think, it. Yeah, like, he, he used his lifetime pass. And like, <laughs> no, more, no more left. Yeah, like... All right, on that note, we will close out today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, tomorrow we'll get back on track um, with the regular season and hear from Noah Jensen in an interview that I did with him as well. So have a fantastic rest of your Wednesday. And don't forget, Behind the Beard, out now on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcasts. This has been Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell. If you like what you heard, please like, follow, subscribe, comment, and share. 